eat a live frog first thing in the morning and nothing worse will happen to you the rest of the day. This is a great quote from the one and only Mark Twain. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you the importance of doing that impossible task you've been avoiding first thing in the morning. Before you've done anything else, get that big old giant scary task off your plate so you can clear your mind of all of its torment. We're going to talk about why this is important and why it benefits you in a big, big way. I'm Desmond, and this is your Mental Mastery Moment Podcast, Episode 27. The Mental Mastery Moment is presented every weekday to provide you with a short mindset reset so you can approach each day with the proper mental attitude to maximize your potential. As your host, P. Desmond Adams brings you nearly 30 years of experience and study in the power of your mind and the creative force found in your conscious as well as subconscious thoughts. Desmond champions the importance of knowing your core desires in life and mastering self-discipline, both foundational to your success in any endeavor. And now, here's Desmond with your Mental Mastery Moment. It's our instinct. We want to avoid pain and pursue pleasure. That's how we're programmed. That's how our mind is programmed. And actually, knowing that can help us do more and do it better. But if you're not careful, that pursuit of pleasure can cost you in big pain over the long haul. So often, our pursuit of pleasure right now leads to pain later and for longer. For example, you're hungry right now. Ordering a pizza would be pleasurable. You don't have to cook it. It tastes great. There's really nothing to clean up. You throw the box away, and it's awesome. On the other hand, sautéing some vegetables means you have to get them out of the fridge, cut them up, clean them, get the pan out, sauté them, season them up, put them on a plate, and then wash the dishes afterwards, and it really isn't as pleasurable right now. But long term, your health and your fitness costs for the pizza are going to be incredibly high in comparison to what happens when you have the sautéed vegetables. So avoiding pain and pursuing pleasure now isn't always the best deal. You have to look at it long term. You have to look at the big picture on this. That's why it's so important to get that big, ugly task done first. Remember when you were a kid and you had to eat those peas or that broccoli or ugh, lima beans? And maybe you love them. I'm sorry, not my favorite. I actually like broccoli, so we're even. Uh, the longer you stared at those things, the worse they looked. You started examining them. You started seeing little stuff just sitting on top of that lima bean. And you saw the sauce the lima beans were in. And then they started getting cold. And you're just staring. And it was just, oh. It got worse and worse and worse, but you still had to eat them because mom and dad said, you got to eat them. As a matter of fact, if you want ice cream or cake after dinner, whatever it is, or <laughs> if you just want peace, then you need to eat those beans. And that's why it was always better, but we didn't know this when we were immature. It was always better just to dig in, get them done, chew them up, swallow them, and get it over with so you could go on and enjoy the rest of the meal. It's kind of like ripping off that Band-Aid. You got to just close your eyes and just do it and get it done. And, oh, short-term pain, ah, long-term gain, it's all done. Then just slowly peeling it and your skin's getting pulled and the hairs and ah, each individual hair you hear, bing, bing. You feel it ripping and pulling. It's horrible when you do it that way. Let me give you another example. 
let's say that your fitness coach has told you, today we're going to run 10 miles, we're going to take a five-minute break, then we're going to run five miles, then we're going to take a five-minute break, and we're going to run three miles, then we're going to take a five-minute break, and we're going to run two miles. Now, if you go out and you say, can I do it in any order I want? Great, I'll do the two miles first and get the easy stuff done first. By the time you get up to doing that 10 miles, you'll have already run 10 miles and you're exhausted, you're physically exhausted, you're psychologically exhausted, and now that you're in that state, now you have the toughest job on the list to get done. If you do it the other way, you do the 10 miles, everything from here on out gets easier. It's like that quote I gave at the beginning from Mark Twain. If you just eat a live frog first thing every morning, Everything else is going to be better. If you just run that 10 miles right away, all the rest of the runs are going to be easier. And you work your way down, and by the time you're at the end, you're like, I got two miles, that's easy. I've just run a bunch more than that. A matter of fact, if you have two tasks that are huge, ugly, scary tasks, do the toughest one first, or maybe the ugliest one first. Brian Tracy, he's the author of a book called Eat That Frog, and it's inspired by Mark Twain's quote that I mentioned. He says, if you have to eat two frogs, eat the ugliest one first. So going back to the running analogy, if you have to run 10 miles on a dirt road and 10 miles on a track, well, do the one that seems uglier to you. And it may change for you. One person may say, oh, I'll take the track. That's easier. The other person says, oh, I want to go down the dirt road. At least I'll see something. It'll be fun. It'll be a little different. So pick the ugliest one for you and do that one first if two of them seem similar. Another reason for doing the biggest task or the one you're avoiding first is because the hardest thing to any task is getting started. Once you get started, you've got momentum going. And as you know, you get a big, giant, 10-foot concrete ball. You finally get that thing rolling. It's a lot easier to keep it rolling than it is to stop and get another ball rolling. So take that biggest, giant task everything you can into it to get it rolling and then keep it rolling and once you got it rolling you just keep it up and you finish that task off and now the next ball you got to get rolling a little bit smaller a little bit easier it's not going to be as hard to get started the great thing about doing the tough stuff first and i know it goes against that instinct that you have you get instant relief once you've started that task, you start to feel better already because you're taking action on something that's been haunting you. You're finally eating those lima beans, Ugh. and you get instant relief when it's done. It's done, and oh my gosh, my whole world seems so much better. Everything else is better. If you can do that, you can do the rest, and it's encouraging to you. Man, I look what I just did. Well, I know I can do this next one that much better. So psychologically, mentally, it's going to be beneficial to you to get that done. And when do you have the most mental energy? It's at the very beginning before you've done anything else. Now, you might want to do something just to warm up that mental energy, but don't take on some other consequential tasks. There's actually science behind this that when you do something you're dreading and you finish it, your brain chemistry actually changes. There's endorphins that are released in your brain. It's kind of like a runner's high, kind of like what they experience. Now, there's some physical or physiological aspects to that. But when a runner finishes a long race, there's some psychological aspects of that as well. It's something that actually runners get addicted to. And you'll find that when you do this, when you take on that toughest task first thing in the morning, you 
you start to get addicted to that. And the next day, you're maybe not the next day, but maybe after you set a pattern, you start to train your mind in this way. You start to find yourself in, enjoying this. Like, I'm, I'm cranking this out. I'm getting it done. Just like a runner does. If you're not a runner and somebody says, oh, my gosh, I went out for a 10-mile run today. It was fantastic. You're thinking, 10 miles? Oh, my gosh. I don't know what I'd do if I had to run 10 miles. They start to really crave it and look forward to it. It doesn't mean it's painless, but they just know that the outcome is so great that they eagerly jump into it. And that's something else you can do is don't focus on what has to be done right now. Don't focus on the pain of running that first mile. Focus on the benefit of getting it done when it's all done. And the more you do this, as I've mentioned, the more you do this, the stronger your mind's going to get. Every time you look, and this is a huge thing for you, okay, with so many different areas. Every time you look at your task list and you look at that big old fat, ugly, scary, hairy task on there that you've been avoiding and you avoid it, mentally you are digging deeper neural pathways that say that task is difficult. When you actually finish it, you create other neural pathways that say, I can do anything. I can complete those tough tasks. And every time you finish one, you're digging that neural pathway deeper and stronger. And it's like building a muscle. Every time you do a curl, you know, you do some weight training. Every time you do that exercise, yeah, it's painful. Yeah, you're tearing your muscles up. But when you finish it, you are making yourself stronger in that area. So as you can imagine today, my action list for you is to go out and uh, get started on that toughest task. Look at your to-do list and hopefully you have one. What's the toughest, scariest thing on there for you? Do it. Don't stop and think about doing it. Just do it. Don't analyze it. Don't organize it. Don't do anything but start it. And that's what you should do today. And then when you get that done, I want to hear from you. Go to the show notes page and let me know if you've done this. It's pdesmondadams.com slash 027 for episode 27. And I want to know, what was your task and how long have you been putting it off? And what do you feel like now that you're done? So I want to hear when you're done. Just put it in the comments section or send a tweet to me at pdesmondadams. I want to know, what did you do? How long have you been putting it off? And how do you feel now that it's done? All right, that's your call to action for today. I hope you'll do that. Again, Twitter, it's P. Desmond Adams or at P. Desmond Adams, and I'd love to connect with you. If you haven't rated this podcast yet and you think this is beneficial to you in your day, please rate it so other people will know about it. When you do it, one, I'm grateful. Two, other people find out about the podcast because iTunes actually kicks it up in the rankings, and when they find out about it, and it's good, hopefully, they're grateful as well. So you have a chance to make two people grateful at least today. Rate the podcast. You can do that at pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. Or if you use Stitcher, you can go to pdesmondadams.com slash Stitcher. I don't have links to any of the other ones. Those are the two that I know most people are using, iTunes and Stitcher. So you're wonderful for doing that. Thank you so very much. I hope you do this and I hope to hear from you. And I do, as always, hope that your reach and today's a good day to do this, your reach is always beyond your grasp. 